You gotta have a plan. Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. What's the plan? And your plan has got to have something I call the C5 complex. Your plan has got to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. You've got to have a plan. And when you're trying to do something that you're truly passionate about, there is no plan B. I wanna take you okay. Plan B sucks. You know Man, I've got goosebumps. <laughs> that was fabulous. So, you've asked me one, uh, uh, one time, how do I run my life? Is it like just go from here to here, right? And we know there's a lot of staggers across to go from point A mm-hmm. to point B. Sure. Do I have a plan B? No, not really. And actually, that makes 100% sense. If you have a plan B, that means you're not really committed to plan A. If you have a plan B, you know, a so fallback, plan, plan a B. fallback is, is if plan A doesn't succeed. Well, if plan A doesn't succeed, then you haven't done your job. So when it comes to finances and when it comes to living your life, there comes a point when you do have to take the jump. But on the other side, you do have to make sure you have your bills covered. It'd be like, okay, I'm going to travel the world right now. I'm going to leave with my my family, and we're just going to leave everything we have, sell it all off, and we're going to travel with no other way to handle that. No other. Now we ha- we would have to. I would have to have in my mind how we can uh, travel without any money. The world doesn't work that way. We have to have we we have to understand where the financial obligation comes in, right? Correct. So now if I wanted to start a business, um, but I don't have the money for to start that business. So part of the plan A, not plan B, plan A is I need to go get a job and I need to start pushing things, right? So I need, and then I need to make enough money. Let's cover basics. And then I need to make sure I pull money out to grow business. So then I'm doing two things at one time, right? So that's not plan A and plan B. That's just all part of plan A. Is I'm making money so I can get my business going, so I can get things done, right? That's a, that's what that is. Correct. Now, if your plan, if you have a plan B, it's because that actually is plan A, and you don't really care about your plan, your plan A. Your plan A is actually I'm just going to work for someone for the rest of my life, and I'm going to do it. You're mind blowing. <laughs> because oh my gosh. <sighs> Society is so broken. <laughs> no, and, and the reason I say that is because just now, as you're saying all that, and, and you know, and I'm processing, because to all those listening, sometimes Devin, you know, says, hey, we're going to record a podcast. I'm like, okay, let's go. And I don't know the topic, and he plays it, and all of a sudden I got to just jump on board. And I just say that, not not in a criticism, but in a, in a sense of, a sense of it's amazing what happens when all of a sudden the wheels start turning. And I hope your wheels are turning out there too, because society is so broken. Society tells us it's, you know, on one hand, yes, we are human. We make mistakes. That's just a normal part of life, but making mistakes needs to be all part of our plan within our plan. A well, okay. Be, be, yeah. What's, wow. what's the fastest point? For, what's the, what's the, Fastest way to, from point A to point B. Straight line. Is life a straight line? No, it's not. Um, we've had this conversation just even recently. It's a, it's a, you know, 
<laughs> and actually, you know, we could do a, a a visual on this. It's a squiggly line that goes everywhere. Yeah. Sometimes, the, it, sometimes it goes backwards and it circles back up. But the point is, no matter where that squiggle goes, as long as we're keeping our focus and our view on that center point, which is the end result of what we want, you know, like for example, as a, as a rider here in Salt, or driver here in Salt Lake for Lyft, a lot of tourists come in and they say, "Well, what's there to do?" Blah blah blah, and I you know talk about certain things, but I, I always come to the point of you got to visit uh, Temple Square, right? Because that is like the center of it's, everything. It's beautiful, and then I talk about the conference center, mm-hmm. and I talk about how the conference center. Go take a tour of it. I tell them you got to take a tour of it because it's amazing the architecture that went into that building. Because imagine an auditorium that seats 25,000 people and every person has a direct view of the speaker. Yeah. Nothing is, and, and so there, I don't think there's any other building like it. No. And that's the point. But the reason I bring that up is because in our lives, are we in that auditorium? No matter where we are and are at in our lives, are we constantly having that center point, that focal point that we're looking at, which is the the result of our plan A? Well, but society tells us when you make a mistake, have your fallback, blah blah blah. Having a fallback all of a sudden causes you to change your change your perspective. It causes you to all of a sudden say plan A wasn't worth it, so I got to settle, and that is. Why we are so broken in society. That's why, like, so this goes for relationships as well. Absolutely. If you, if you're dating someone and they're not committed and they're, and they want to see other people, but they still want to date you, but they still want to see other people, your plan B, you're it, you're, you become the person that they'll settle for if they can't find someone better. If you're in that type of relationship, get out. Don't be plan B. You always want to be the plan A. When it comes to relationship, you are plan A. You are the person. You are the the you are the thing that they you that person wants to be with forever. Not if they can find someone better. That's stupid. When it comes to a job, now you may take a job that you like but you don't love. And so that's why I think that's why there's a lot of like they say the millennials are the the job hoppers right now. They hop from one job to the next job to the next job to the next job because they don't they they like the idea of a title and they like the idea of getting paid high dollar for a good a better title. They understand what the title comes more money. But then yet they still don't love their job. Because they they it's ingrained to them. If I get a title, then I will have more money. Then I'll have more time. Let me tell you, the more money you get with the title means you're going to have less time because you're going to have to focus more on a job that you absolutely hate or that you just settled for just because you you think you're going to have more time. Well, they give me two weeks vacation or they give you the allure of, hey, I've got unlimited vacation time. Let me tell you, no company gives you unlimited vacation time. That's a farce. See if they'll pay you and take six months off. Mm, after about two weeks, they'll say, "Why aren't you doing your work?" We need you. We need you back here. We need your help. We get, there's some projects you got to get taken care of. 
There's no such thing as unlimited pay. That that's a that's a that's a uh, marketing farce when it comes to jobs. Now, if you are a company man and you and you go into a job that you thought you didn't like but you enjo- uh, end up enjoying it, yes, become the CEO of that company. Do your best, be that company man. So not everybody is out there. So the biggest push right now that I've seen in society is everyone should be an entrepreneur. That is 100% wrong. Not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. I think everybody should be an entrepreneur. I think everybody should work for themselves. I think everybody should figure out their own lives a little bit when it comes to that. But not everybody should be because not everybody is built that way. Some people just need to be the worker bees, and that's okay. Go find a company that's going to reward you to be the worker bee. So point A to point B for you. Don't have a plan B. If your plan A is to find something that you love and it's for working for somebody, do it. If finding what you love is doing your own business and your own thing, do it. If finding what you love is traveling the world, find ways that people will pay you to do it. Add value to people's lives. Add value to your life. Don't give in to the whole mentality of, I have a plan B. Plan B sucks. As he said, plan B sucks. That's because you're settling. If if your goal is to marry the most beautiful woman in the world, to you, because that's all Perception. perception, really. I've had someone uh, comment on a on a YouTube video. It was kind of funny. They called Shannon a man. Dude, she, dude, she's ugly. She's a man. Well, first of all, you're wrong. My wife is absolutely gorgeous. She hasn't aged a day past 19. And I can prove that with facts, showing photos of my wife from age 19 to her coming 40, 42 years old. She hasn't aged today. She looks the same. Actually, she's she's actually prettier now than she was when she was nineteen. Fine wine, Devin. Absolutely. Fine wine. <laughs> now, on the I got the good side of the of the stick on that one. My wife, on the other hand, I have aged. <laughs> <laughs> I do not look the same as I looked years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shannon. You didn't know what you're getting into. Thank you for sticking with me. <laughs> no, um, so I'll, I'll bring back to, up the whole relationship thing. Plan Plan A is always what it should be. Shannon and I don't have a plan B. If we if I make a mistake in marriage, I'm never going to cheat on my wife. Let that be said. That would be a that would be the unforgivable mistake. I, I expect Shannon to divorce me and take me for everything I have if I was to cheat on her. Right. That is not even a plan B. That does that doesn't exist. That's not even an option. Never has been. Never will be because we don't allow it. And we it, it's in my mind. There will be no cheating. Have I seen pretty women out there? Yes. I haven't seen any women that are prettier than my wife, but I have seen very beautiful women out there. There are beautiful women in the world. Doesn't mean I'm like, ooh, I got to get a piece of that. Because my plan A is to be with my wife forever. If she became horribly maimed. My wife, my life is to be with her. Plan A sucks. Plan B sucks. Plan A is where we need to be. I think a lot with um, 
plan B as well as those who fall into plan B are unwilling to take accountability for the mistakes they've made in plan A. They're not. And and that's the point. It's because in the squiggles and the pivots in our lives, trying to achieve plan A, the successful squiggles and pivots are because we say we take accountability. Well, so fastest way from point A to point B is a straight line. Life is not a straight line. If I could, so <laughs> I'll talk about my finances a little bit. I rarely do. I won't go detail, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you glazed vision, vision of what's happened. So in my life, when I was in my 20s, I made a lot of money. 20s and 30s, I made a lot of money. Ran a business. We made, um, our best year was seven figures. Then the the economy took a curve. And because of it, it hurt my business. We lived off of savings. I shut my business down. We moved. I sold my house during the housing crash. I was able to sell it. I got out. I, I sold it for what I owed. I didn't make anything. I didn't lose anything. That was a win. It that was all part of Plan A. Didn't I didn't plan on that happening, but it became part of Plan A. But my goal in life for Plan A is still here. I'm still living it. I'm still doing it. Did it take me a veer right? Yeah. Was I stupid with my money when I was younger? Absolutely. But that's part of life. We traveled. We had fun. We got to do things with our kids that we've never been able to do when they were younger. Do I make as much money as I do did then now? No. But, again, I'm not chasing money. I'm chasing reality. I'm chasing my dream. I'm chasing um, my plan A. Now, money is involved, and that's fine. But we all have to. Mon- money is a necessity of life, right? So Shannon and I are in the in the future going to be building a house, and it's going to have we're going to have land, and we're going to have a garden. Majority of the food we eat in this house can be grown in the garden. You've noticed that. Mm-hmm. Now the meat we do my buy meat because we are not vegetarians. I'll buy meat or I'll trade with my my cousin and get meat from him. So essentially, majority of our living, if the house is paid for, which it will be. If the land is paid for, which it will be, God's given us everything else we need. I go out and I tend the garden. Garden's going to grow the stuff. We have it. We have food. We have everything we need. All we have to do is cover the basics. So that's what you're saying. You, you know how you said we, wish we had a society where people would just trade things and, and go back. To that. We can still do that. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're such a consumable society. We have forgotten. Well, put it this way. Back in there, there are... Uh, I've read a statistic. I can't remember exactly. I wish I could remember the, the numbers. If it was you, you'd have it on top of your head. I want to say there's like uh, 200,000 less farms now than there were 10 years ago. Let that sink in. 200,000 less farms now than there was a few years ago. That's sad. Back in the 60s, they would advertise the, the um, uh, what is it, the government, um, uh, not housing development. Um, Real land management. Yeah. They actually advertised in magazines and on TV that everyone should have five chickens 
They should have a garden. And they would tell people how to do it. And people did. 50s and 60s, everybody had a garden. Everybody had chickens. Yeah, when I grew up, even in the 80s, I had a garden. But that, this was something they advertised. Now they don't even teach you that. That's pushed to the side. So we, 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 what's happened is our society has altered their plan A and, their, and you know, for, for convenience. And there's nothing wrong with stores. But we want convenience. But by doing that, we, we you know, what, what should, my plan A is to have a happy family and to be able to do things with my family and, be, and live life. It's not to be a CEO of a company. I've been offered jobs like that, and I've turned them down because it will take up way too much of my time. My time is more valuable teaching my children correctly and spending time with my wife than to be to give a corporation my time just to make a buck, just to make a dollar. Now it doesn't mean I'm poor. It means I make money to provide for my family and to do the things that I want. Again, plan B sucks. Stop. We need to stop making our plan B, our plan a. Well, and as part as part of plan a, as well as a matter that there needs to be a lot of communication, a lot of research, a lot of discussion and, and, my mind is, yeah, I'm going to go here. Why the heck? It's interesting. Not not why the heck, but it's interesting that they call the morning after pill plan B. Plan B. Look, if you're, if you're planning on having those relations with somebody. Well, what's the purpose of, of having sex? Technically, what is the purpose? Well, it's about procreation based on, you know, the way I grew up and beliefs. Well, it, it, the whole, well, okay. Do dogs do it to, to pleasure each other? The answer is no. It's to, they, they, it, it, it's the instinctual is to create, create. Yeah. Monkeys, fish. So it's how they're, that's how their generations continue on. Correct. Now we, we've, we've slanted that whole view. And said it's all about having fun. Plan A on that is literally plan A. Plan B, the reason that that pill is called plan B is because that's what it is. Well, and, and again, the, where I was going with that is just a matter of its accountability on the plan A side. Well, that's right. Well, in everything we do in life, we have to have accountability. Now, your plan A may not be point, uh, a straight line. I don't know too many people who are successful in this world, that their plan A was a straight line. But they they held themselves accountable to everything that happened in there. So they didn't have to fall back to a plan B. Well, they don't even think about a plan B. Correct. They think, okay, well, this was a not necessarily a setback, but a learning experience. A pivot. Yeah. Great, great. One of the greatest uh, line, um segments in a TV show was that on, and I've never ever seen friends that people uh, be mad at me on this one, but I've never seen one full episode of friends. I've only you seen uncultured swine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so, but I have seen that, that, that pivot uh, um, segment where they're 
lifting the couch and going up the stairs and, you know, Ross, pivot, pivot. But though that we need to pivot, we need to learn to pivot in life. Now, if your plan A is to be a doctor and you pivot and that idea of being a doctor changes, doesn't mean you're escaping, you're leaving plan A. It just means your plan A has evolved into something better. Because at the root of it, it's not necessarily about being a doctor. It's about having a successful career well, in something that you enjoy. The path. People, people, so how many people go on, you know, I've, I've seen memes about this. When you go on a hike, is it about the end result destination or is it about the whole adventure of it all? No, oh, it's the journey. It's, it, that's, that's the whole point. Watching the Hobbit, right? And Lord of the Rings and all this stuff. Even the new, the newer series, the, the Rings of Power, the, um, it's simple. The journey is amazing. When Bilbo goes running out of his house, and you know he he he's got the 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 uh, contract in his hand, and all the other hobbits are like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I'm going on an adventure." They hired him to be a burglar to steal the Arkenstone from Smog. Mm-hmm. That was the end result. That was the plan A. But the key word that he used, and I love the fact that Tolkien did this, he used that he's going on an adventure, not I'm going to go rob. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm going to go steal something for this group. No, he's going on an adventure. That's what life is. Our plan A is an adventure. And if you're not happy with your adventure, fix it. We don't have to like our what's going on, but we can like what we're doing while it's going on. Plan B sucks. 